Namaste, everyone. Do we have any questions about the Shiva book, Puja book, or the advanced Yagya Padoti, or the Shiva Sahasranam? We have a question from Swarupananda in Seattle. Namaste, Swarupananda. Do you inhale the Navarna Mantra even during a Shiva Puja or Yagya? Should we do the same? Yes, I do. And if you want to do the puja that I do, then you'll inhale the Navarna Mantra every time you take a breath. Now, if you want to do something different, you can. There are many other things that you can do. You can inhale the Shiva Panchaksharmaya Mantra, Om Namah Shivaya. You could inhale your whatever mantra you choose, whatever mantra of your sankalpa. I have the sankalpa to inhale the Nirvana mantra every time I inhale. So that's what I do. <laughs> we have a question from Vivekananda in Seattle. Namaste, Vivek. Is it okay to kindle the sacred fire and do the, the Shiva Sahasranam without the rest of the puja? Yes, you can start, but you have to do the, you have to do uh, your Achman, Ashan, Shuddhi, Sankalpa, Sankalpa, Stotram, and then you would be free to move directly to the Yagyapadoti. That would be the way to do it. We have a question from Nanda in San Jose. Namaste, Nandama! Why do we use the Chandi Yantra for Shiva Yagya? Should we not use the deity's Yantra? No! You should not. Nanda, we take initiation in a yantra. And you learn the padoti of that yantra. You learn the mantra of that yantra. You learn... If you want to be one with the guru, then you worship in the tradition of the guru. So it's not like each deity has a yantra. Each sadhu has a yantra. You can't learn the meaning of every line and every angle and every space of every yantra for every deity. You take initiation in a mantra and you take initiation in a yantra and you use that yantra for all of your worship. Anybody can sit on your yantra, any deity. So then you will establish the, uh, the Yantra Uttamam, the Chandi Yagya Yantra, uh, w w is what we call it, or Mahachandi Yantra. Uh, the, uh, and you uh, will allow Shiva to sit there, or Durga to sit there, or Chandi to sit there, or Lakshmi to sit there, or you could even worship Saraswati there, you could worship Kali there. It's your Yantra. Now, do you, can you memorize a separate Yantra Padoti for each Yantra? Shiva has Yantra? Shiva has only Om. So, Shiva sits in the Bindu in the center of an equilateral triangle. Or he sits in the Bindu in the center of an equilateral triangle which is enclosed within a circle with eight points and eight, eight lotuses and uh, four doors. So you learn a yantra that will be your yantra, and you learn a mantra that will be your mantra, and you inhale that mantra, and you let every deity sit on that yantra. We have a question from Julia. Namaste, Julia Ma. 
When you were doing the fire last night, at one point you rotated the sticks toward you and away from you. Yes. What is this about? This is about, I, uh, I uh, go three times around the fire with the sticks and I go three times vertically uh, uh, around the fire so that uh, I, I have gone in all ten directions and purified the three levels of consciousness or the gross body, subtle body and causal body in all ten directions and that's what it means. When, oh, I'm sorry. Question from Usha. Namaste Ushama. When the word yagya is used, does that mean both puja and homa? Or is that a word used just for puja without homa? No, no. Yagya, there are many kinds of yagyas. Yagya actually means union. Now there's a Gyan Yagya, like what we're doing right now, we're uniting through wisdom. There's a Dan Yagya, there's a Meditation Yagya, there's a Fire Sacrifice, there's a Karma Yagya, there's a Teaching Yagya, there's a, there are so many different kinds of Yagyas. Generally, when we use the term Yagya, we go back to the root Yuj, to unite, the activities through which we unite. And there's a difference between Agnihotra, which is a very short fire ceremony and generally small for one person usually, and then there's a Hawan, which is uh, maybe for two or three or four people, and it's either about a half hour to one or two hours long, and then there's a Yagya, which is four hours or five hours or six hours and it, it can be, it's, it includes more people and more things and more substance and more wood and more ghee and it becomes a yagya and these are different kinds of fire ceremonies as well. So you have to be very careful, there's a generic term yagya which means how do I come into union with God and that is not just puja. But there is a puja that goes into every yagya, at least when you invite the, the fire, you uh, 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 make achman and ashan shuddhi, you take a sankalpa, make a sankalpa stotram, you invoke the fire, you invite the fire, you establish the fire, you do pranpatishta to the fire, and thereafter you make offerings to the fire, and that's a puja within the yagya. Now, the difference between Agnihotra is a little fire ceremony within the puja. So there is a puja within the yagya, but there is a Agnihotra is one vidi of a puja. Uh, these are many differences, uh, small differences. As you become more sophisticated, uh, then you'll have a greater understanding of uh, various kinds and qualities of practices. Unfortunately, we use the, in Sanskrit the same terminology to refer to the practice as we do to, perform, to refer to the accomplishment. So when we say we're going to do a yagya, it may mean that we're going to practice a very small yagya, a little fire ceremony, or it may mean if we're going to do a great big yagya for a long period of time with lots of people. These are all yagyas. When we talk about meditation, we use the term dhyan. And we may say, I'm going to do, I'm going to practice meditation, I'm going to close my eyes for 
10 minutes and I'm going to do job of my mantra or we can use the same term I'm going into nirvikalpa samadhi for hours and days at a time and that will also be used as meditation or dhyana. So the one term it just admits of so many intensities of experience that, and they are applied regularly. Yajna is such a term. Yes, please. If we haven't been specifically initiated into worship at the fire, is it best to just stick to the puja? Yes. It is. It is best to stick to puja until you're told by your guru, okay, now it's time for you to do the fire. Some people say, okay, now it's time for me to do the fire. And they probably can't stay too long because they're not taking things in the order in which it's presented. They're trying to do the PhD course before they've completed their BA degree or trying to do a master's course before they've graduated high school. It's possible to do, but highly improbable. We have a question from Sadhana Shakti. Namaste, Sadhana! Namaste. When it says, all of our karma, burn it, are we only speaking of the karma that makes us feel separated from our beloved? Yeah, I mean, what other karma do you want to burn? <laughs> if, if it's the karma that makes you in union with your beloved, it's, you're burning anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, everything, all the duality, all the negativity, all the ego, all the ahamthwam, all the separation, burn it. Sarva karma, I mean, the word they use is sarva karmani sadaya swaha. Burn all the karma. And I don't want to dissect it too much, but it means to burn it all. Make me one with God. I am one with God. That's the objective. That's the goal. That's the process. So that's what we're doing here. Sadhava Karmani Sabaya. Burn it. Swaha. God is my own. I'm one with God. We have a question from Swarupananda. Namaste Swarup. You had a small light which looked like a homemade candle when you did the Homa last night, which you used to light the sticks. Why do we use this? Oh, there are so many lights that we offer in the puja. We have a light with which we light the sticks. We have a light with which, actually, there's a, uh, there are many different lights. We make, uh, uh, if we make a pure light uh, or a pure fire, then we keep that fire in a triangular howenkund off to the side, and we use that fire to light every other fire in the ashram. So if you were going to light a candle in the Dharmshala, you'd come to the temple and take the light from the pure fire of the triangular Hauenkun, and then you would put that in, in, on, in the Dharmshala on a candle. If you were going to light the stove in the kitchen, you'd come to the Hauenkun, you'd take a, a, not from the Hauenkun that we're offering to, the triangular Hauenkun, which is the source of all the fires, source of all the lights in the one ashram. So last night I lit a source of all lights and that was a candle and then I lit the, the kupi, uh, that, was a, uh, that was the ghee light and then I lit the light of the jyoti for offering and then I lit the light of the artikyam from that light and then I lit the 
three sticks and I put those sticks into the fire and I lit the Hawan Kun. So uh, what we're doing is we're taking one pure light and you may see, uh, me, you may have seen the video of us when we lit the fire for the the, the three-year yagya that we did here, we did it by uh, rubbing sticks together and we did it by uh, r r rubbing, uh, uh, we made a pure light by natural means, we didn't do it with a match. And after lighting that light, we kept that light burning and we still have it burning today. So now every time I go someplace, I come up to the light that's burning, I stick in a tea candle, I take that to where my asana is, I light the tea candle and I use that tea candle to light all the other lights that we've been lit, that, that we're going to light, that we're going to use. So that's what it was about. You'll have lots of light. Yes, please. Do you use the same padoti for that triangular Havankund? Uh, no, there's a different padoti. There are different uh, things that we do in that triangular Havankund. We, um, uh, we do not offer the Sarvabhadra Mandala Devata. We do not offer the Yantra, but we offer the Gayatri Mantra and we enkindle the pure fire. Uh, and then we take that pure fire and make arati to all the deities. And then we take that and we establish it with the Pranpatishta only the Pranpatishta in the triangular Havankun. I haven't written the Padoti for that fire yet. Maybe I will. Yes, please. We have a follow-up question from Swarupananda. Yes, please, Swaru. What is considered as a pure fire or a pure light? The pure fire was the fire that came by natural means. Uh, it may be uh, uh, banging a flint against a stone, it may be banging two stones together, it may be uh, uh, rubbing two sticks together, it may be uh, st sitting over a piece of paper or a piece of cotton with a magnifying glass uh, in the sunshine. It, I mean, there are all kinds of examples of a purifier, a fire which was initiated by natural means. Something that man didn't intervene. We have a question from Vivekananda. Yes, Vivek. Is it okay to draw the yantra on paper with a compass and colored pencils for practicing the padoti, or does it need to be freehand? Do I have to start drawing it from the bindu, or can I draw from the bupur first? Um, actually, you'll want to start drawing it from the bindu, because uh, that way you'll get the bindu in the center. Uh, I, you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I start from the circle. I usually put the circle down and then put the bindu in the center and then I can judge where my uh, triangles will go inside and then where the doors will go outside. How to put the lotuses around it. So I do start from the circle. Now as far as using a, a paper and a compass, I would rather suggest that you use a plate and a piece of incense stick and some sandal paste. Uh, and draw the yantra on the plate. Use a stainless steel plate uh, with, or a tali. Uh, with, uh, with, uh, you take a small plate and make a circle in the center with sandal paste and an, and an incense stick. They're very easy to draw. And then try and practice drawing it freehand because when you go to draw your yantra in a haunkun, you first of all, the, the compass will be too small uh, you can't do it that way. Uh, you're going to have to draw it freehand. 
and you want to become good at it. You saw, or you may have seen last night, uh, I, I do it with flowers. Uh, just as I put down the flowers, I drew most of the yantra, at least it was recognizable to me. Yes, please. We have a question from Mosami. Yes, Mosami. Namaste. During the Yagya Padoti, you silently chant one mala after Ram 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 on page 241, before uh, Ihatishta. Yes. Can you please say what mantra you chanted silently? Ram. <laughs> I do Ram 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 Ram, and then I do one mala of Ram. <laughs> That's Agni Beach. And uh, that, that's what I, I do one mala of Agni Beach. We have a question from Usha. Yes, Usha. When you put the flowers on the yantra, do you put them on the exact locations of the lines of the yantra? As best I can according to my capacity. Sometimes we use petals and it's difficult to throw, especially uh, we have a, 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 a kund is five feet across and it's difficult to throw a flower petal exactly onto the line about eight feet away. Uh, so you get as close as you can. Try to use the heavier flowers for longer distances. Try to pitch where you need to and try to be as accurate as you possibly can. Make some semblance of the yantra unless you have time to draw the entire yantra and then everybody can see exactly where the flowers are falling. We have another question from Vivekananda. Yes, Vivek. I have had a beautiful experience of the fire becoming my ishta and dancing the chandi in flame. I am afraid that the time will never come that I am qualified to worship the fire. What are the requirements to meet in puja for initiation into the worship of the fire? Well, I think you should first be initiated into puja. So, uh, it, there's a, a, a natural evolution. When you start with the beginner Shiva and then you move to the uh, intermediate pujas like Lakshmi and Kali and, and Hanuman puja and then you move to the advanced pujas like Shiva and the cosmic puja and then you move, uh, uh, you start with the Hanuman Yagya Padoti which is a very simple beginner's Homa, then you move to the Shiva Padoti which we called it advanced at the time of the book but it was actually intermediate uh, yagya, and then you move to the Chandi Yagya Padoti, which we've written out in the book from birth to death, and then uh, there, there's more, and it, there's there's a lot more. So as you progress, you evolve through the pujas, you will evolve through the homas, and the best way to do that is to increase your relationship with us, if you want to learn our puja and our homa padoti. We have a question from Nanda. Yes, Nanda Ma. Pranam. Does initiation into the mantra mean initiation into the puja, yantra, and homa, or are they separate initiations? They're, they are actually separate. The mantra initiation is very special uh, uh, conference of energy. Uh, it's a, it's, a, it's a, uh, a way to give over the energy and to cement the relationship and it's a ceremonial acknowledgement of a relationship and an intensity of relationship that already exists. 
Now, as we start doing more and more of the puja, we grow closer and closer because we've got the whole system of mantras and this whole system of mudras and kriyas and all that's going on is not just the mantra. There's a lot more. It's the lifestyle. And as we choose to lead this lifestyle and be more and closer and closer and closer to the bhava of the guru, we organize our lives so as to be worthy of being self-sufficient and being more and more in the presence of the guru so that we can take over more and more of the pujas and learn more and more of the pujas, more and more of the homas, more and more of the padotis, and you'll get that through association. You don't, it's not something anyone can give to you. We could give you a mantra, but I can't give you all the mantras of the Shiva book. I'll just hand you the book and say, learn this. But until you actually come back and learn it the way I do it, well, then you're not reflecting me. You're reflecting what you understand from the book. So you can't get it only from the book. You have to subscribe to the oral tradition. Dhyanamulang Guru Murtim, you learn meditation by watching your guru. Puja Mulanguropadam, you learn puja by sitting at the feet of the guru, by learning her bhava, by learning her, her mantras, learning her padoti, learning her system, learning her bhava, her, her feeling, her attitude, her kriyas, her mudras, her, all that she does. Uh, uh, so it, that, you, that's how you learn it. That's the diksha for puja, for her home. It's different from our blowing in your ear and handing you a mantra. That's very important, but that's a way to start. If you don't go further, then you stay there. And that's fine. That's a lot for one lifetime. If you want to go farther, then go deeper, then you'll learn the rest that the guru does. To the extent of our capacity, we will study the Guru's behavior. And we'll see how she does it, what she does, where she does it, when she does it, why she does it. To the extent of our capabilities, we will practice the way she does it. Until we become a shish. And that's what's meant by a shish. You look at the darpon, you look at the mirror, and are you seeing the guru, or you, are you seeing a reflection of the guru? Or are you seeing a different individual entirely? <laughs> That's what it means to look in a mirror. Do I see me, or do I see her? When I look in the mirror, when someone sees the way you worship, do they see you or do they see Srima? Then we know, am I a Shish? Or am I a Bhakta? There's nothing wrong with being a Bhakta. It's very nice. It's be better than being a, a fool running around with his head cut off. But it's not the same as being a Shish. Namaste. Namaste. We have a related question from Nanda. 
What is the best way we can respect these initiations? For example, we have a default number of malas to recite to keep the mantra alive. Is there something similar for all initiations? Yes, there is. Uh, if you do puja every day, you're initiated into puja. If you do homa whenever it's called upon to do homa, whenever it's convenient to do homa, you're initiated into homa. If you do Provachan, whenever you find a sympathetic ear, you're, you're initiated into Provachan. And in this way, you've got Puja, Pat, Homa, Sangita, Sinritya, Provachan, and Arma. You've got a recipe book, you can cook the way she cooks, you can sing the way she sings, you can dance the way she dances. You worship the way she worships, and you feel the way she feels. That's the shish. That's what it means to be the disciple. It doesn't mean, thanks a lot, Guru, for the mantra, now I'm going out and I'm going to boogie. Or I'm going to do just what I was doing before I met you. Or I'm going to think about just those same thoughts that I was thinking about before I, you were important to my life. It means, I really want to be like you to the extent of my capacity. You show me what you do, and I will try to do it too. And if I'm wrong, you'll correct me, and if I'm right, you'll, you'll give me a pat on the back, and one day I will become like my ideal. I idolize you. I worship idols. <laughs> yes, please. We have a question from Sadatmananda. Sadatmananda, namaste. When you do one-handed mudras, what is it that you're doing with your other hand? I probably do a, another one-handed mudra. <laughs> so if I do one mudra with one hand, I probably do another mudra with the other one. And it may be the same or it may be different. So I do that. Yeah, that's another one. I salute you. May the force be with you. We have a question from Vivekananda. Yes, Vivek. How can I increase my memory's capacity? I'm learning so much in school, but I need to learn and memorize how to do the puja the way you do. But my mind does not cooperate, and I find it difficult to remember all this information. This makes me sad. How to fix this? Vivek, uh, when I was your age, I used to take ten leaves of Brahmi, fresh, uh, every day. And I would uh, uh, suck on them and juice them between my teeth and swallow the juice. Fresh Brahmi. Very highly recommended. In fact, uh, in my youth, I wrote papers, uh, articles uh, for, uh, about the effects of Brahmi in, in increasing memory retention. Highly recommended. You can get Brahmi powder. I don't recommend Brahmi powder. You cannot get fresh leaves here. Well, then <laughs> I recommend that you get fresh leaves wherever you can. I don't recommend Brahmi powder. I never found you can anyone. Get you can get Brahmi tablets. I don't know anything about Brahmi tablets. I know people who tried Brahmi t t powder and they were just as stupid as when I met them. Uh, 
But I know that I personally used to, for many years, I used to take about 10 or 12 leaves of Brahmi. They're really small. They're, they're... It's unnecessary talking. You will not get that Brahmi leaves here. That's mean? not my outlook, Mother. He asked me the question I'm giving. <laughs> why are you telling me it's a stupid answer? Did you take Brahmi? <laughs> Is that why you're telling me it's a stupid answer? <laughs> Next. <laughs> we have another question from Nanda. Namaste, Nandama! I'm still not clear what to do during silent meditations. Sometimes I chant the mantra silently, but not sure if I'm supposed to be doing something else. Can you please suggest what to visualize during meditation? Visualize nothing! <laughs> and if you can't visualize nothing, then visualize something. Next. Om Sam Sarasvati Namaste.